Welcome back to Association Data Points, where we discuss associations, data, and the people behind the numbers. I'm Aaron Peters, here with my co-host, Brian Seabacher. Hey. Hi, Brian. How's it going? Good. Good. It's, it's Friday. It's Friday, and we're really excited. We have Angela Kiskies from Associations North with us today. Hi, Angela. Hi, everyone. So glad you can join us. Some information about Angela. She began her tenure at Associations North as an intern in 2006, and she's served in several capacities over the past 16 years. I'm not going to give too much away because I want to hear from Angela, but just a little bit of a teaser. She worked in marketing, operations, and communications. For the past year, Angela has led as the president of Associations North and shares that she is on a mission to make a difference one day at a time. You got it. Wow, that's Thank great. you. One of those, another one of those great started as an intern and went all the way to the top stories. Very common in this industry, I'm hearing, a little more so, I think. Do, do, yes. do you see that? You know, one thing that I'll say is I had a non-traditional entrance into the nonprofit space. I was in college getting my degree and wanted to climb that corporate ladder. And, you know, really with college, I think we spent just a very, very short snippet. I always say in my four years, I feel like we talked about nonprofits for maybe two weeks and needed an internship and talked to some personal family friends. And they were like, you need to talk to Kathy Johnson at the Midwest Society of Association Executives. And Kathy is my predecessor and Midwest Society of Association Executives is our legal name. And we had rebranded to Associations North and met her and said, hey, Kath, I am in a communications marketing role. I would love to have an internship. Kind of got to know her and she's like, I've never done an internship, but come on board. And it was actually in 2006 when we were having our 50th gala for Associations North. And I got to see and be a part of stuffing the name badges to pulling rosters and how an event is produced and the magic of kind of this association community that was celebrating 50 years of this organization. And fast forward to graduating from college in 2007, I was looking for jobs. And in the interim, my parents were, you know, hey, Angela, your insurance is going to get cut off. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you better that. go find something. And I called up Kathy Johnson and I said, hey, I'm just looking for some interim work while I go try to find this corporate job. And she's like, yes, I, I would love to have you come on back. So I went in and I did some project work for her and we had an opening at the organization. And she's like, you know, I would love to have you on this team. You fit very well. I see a future for you here. And you seem to have a different passion for associations. And she must have saw it long before I ever did. And I accepted that role. And it was a push from my parents, I will say, to just go in there, get my feet wet, get some experience, and I can always leave. Well, fell in love with it. And fast forward, you know, 16, 17 years, I've held everything from an intern to office admin to membership communications, was a co-director, and then most recently president. So not a very traditional story into it, but I've definitely found my love and my passion. And it's it's amazing the work that we do every day that fuels this energy and inspiration inside of me. Parents really know best, don't they? I mean, I, I just really hope someday my son, who's now 10 years old, is on a podcast and he says, yeah, my parents kind of pushed me to do <laughs> it and I love it and I've been here for a while and 
I'll just sit back and say, I know. And I'm running the place now. Right? Well, right. I don't want to admit that they're right or anything like that, but it was nice for them to kind of say, I know this is what your plan A is. Life's not always going to mm-hmm. give you that, but go with plan B and you can always pivot and change. And that's exactly what happened. And I'm very thankful for it. And that adaptability is we have seen that certainly we've we've talked a lot about, I mean, that word pivot in the last, you know, three years has been has been huge. So I'm I'm curious, as we look back in 2020, your pivot in Associations North to online engagement um, at the beginning and then at the, the height of the pandemic. Tell us about that. What was that like? Do you ever think of when you hear the word 2020 and you're like, wow, what a blur a little bit like. I know it yes. all happened and I know there was so much change, but sometimes I'm like, that was such a blur time. But really the at the heart and soul of Associations North, we are all about connection and our community. And it was, what can we do for these members right now? And we ended up just getting on a virtual platform and opening up a, you know, a space for our members to connect and share because we were all trying to navigate this very unknown, you know, rocky time and we just needed each other and that was the magic of our organization was being able to get members on weekly calls where we would just talk through pain points challenges opportunities i learned lists i tried that and it turned into our sync programs um, that we launched in 2021 but really we adapted to the environment and embraced this virtual world and brought our members together still and met that moment where they needed just their people and their community and those like-minded individuals. So I was very proud of the organization and how we brought them together in a non-traditional way. And it kind of evolved into the CEO sync, Marcom sync and cohort groups where now they have kind of a hybrid experience of virtual and in-person meetings to kind of keep that need going. That's great. You really able to take advantage of that opportunity in the moment and kind of, you know, reinvent what you did and still speak to community. Is, are, are you finding that, uh, you know, I, I know that the revenue components of these things can be a bit challenging. Uh, did, was your community supportive of you in that moment? And how is that, how is that evolving as you work you know, more towards in person where I think, you know, obviously the expenses of having in-person events are a little different. Yes, than no, absolutely. That's a great question. And in that moment, it wasn't about the revenue side of it. It was really about a time of need and we needed to come together as a community. And so we offered those as just a service to their membership of we want to be here for you. And it paid off as one of our members came forward and said, it's not necessarily the associations right now, but our friends and our community in the hospitality and tourism have been hit the hardest. How can we help them? My association isn't struggling as much. What can I do for them? And it was a very, very powerful moment where the associations wanted to help out that hospitality and tourism industry who traditionally support the association space with products and services or meeting space, et cetera. And we put together a pay it forward campaign where we were having a goal of $50,000 that we would fundraise to advance 100 you know, hospitality and tourism members who were unable to pay their membership dues to keep this vibrant community going. And we were able to do a pretty successful job at that and advance their memberships and really had a powerful moment within the organization of it's not always about 
you know, one side of our membership. We came together as a unit and did something extremely powerful. Wow. Yeah. And I love hearing, it just brings you back to that, that mission and associations are about community. And I, I think the more I learn about associations and dive into this space, there's a lot of really great outreach programs and resources that are offered. Uh, but I, I do love what you've brought to the forefront here is saying very quickly, you didn't jump in super reactively and just kind of stack with, you know, try this, try this. You really just said, we're in a place where we need to listen. Yeah. And it sounds like it was just, it became very fruitful from there. And I think that's, that's a great reminder. Yeah, finding a meaningful connection to the mission and, you know, just using that as the guide yeah. is, yeah, it sounds like you were very successful with that. Well, and one of the things we did during that time too, that was a neat outreach piece was it was just kind of a, a nurture campaign. And we took it upon us as staff to call all of our members, just check in, say, we're thinking of you, say we're here, what resources do you need? And that's how we were able to take what we heard and turn it into resources. And then we were able to you know, go out into our networks and our industry friends and colleagues and say, hey, we need education on X, Y, and Z, or PPP funding or this, that, and the other. And we were able to put together on the spot kind of that education resources and information that were very timely and relevant. I would say from a staffing side, we were just like the rest of us. Every day was different. But we absolutely tried our best, and I think that it's paying off as the members really saw that we cared and we listened and we were there for them in a critical time. Well, I just saw how happy they all were when we were at your event a few weeks ago, just to be in person again and just to see you. I think you know that that connection is you, know, you, you really you can't buy that. Wasn't it amazing? I was there and I was just smiling, and I know I gave a toast at lunch, and I really. And I really meant it. It was very from my heart that seeing everybody and the smiles and the connection and um, shout out to James for his amazing keynote that really talked about mm -hmm. curiosity creates community. And I just really resonated with that and um, was able to take that moment and look out into the crowd and say, no, this is us. This is our community. And let's stay curious because asking those questions is going to lead to magic. And I just want to add a little context here for our listeners. Uh, the conference that we're speaking about was Associations, uh, Associations North Infusion 2023 conference. And we didn't even mention that you're in our backyard. So we're in downtown Minneapolis. We were able to uh, walk from our offices to the conference. So it's it's just really great that sense of community also. But we did we did meet people from um, neighboring states and other areas. Tell us a little bit about the the reach of your association. Yes. So Associations North is a tri-state area. We have Minnesota, North Dakota, and South Dakota. We have around 300 association members and 1,300 individuals from those organizations. Our primary audience is serving that association management space, but we welcome into our community anybody who, you know, services associations, whether it's product services, 
et cetera. And we're just so proud to represent um, a section of this region that to me is very innovative and progressive. And when we come together, I'm always just so impressed by the intelligence and the wisdom and the experience that these associations have that, you know, they're really making a difference every day. So tell us about the return of vendors to Infusion 2023. If I remember correctly, uh, Infusion 2022, which we weren't in attendance at, um, but reading about it, you did not have vendors that year. Is that correct? No, it was a really fun return. And it came from our association members really wanting to have those conversations and continue to make those relationships and meet people who are vested in the success of their organizations and could meet you know, a challenge with a solution. And that's where we try to bring in solution providers, whether it's an organization that does communications, marketing, and podcasting to someone who does event decor, event space, um, et cetera. And really what we're trying to do is create these curated connections of our members who have a, a need and these providers that have the answers or are willing to listen to these unique challenges associations have and really match make and make a powerful connection. Yeah, we had some really great conversations at our table. I think uh, it was very exciting to connect with the local community, probably for the first time aren't, for aren't us. Aren't Associations North members just so warm and fun? And I just adore them. They're my favorite. It, it's <laughs> well, it, it it reflects the region that we're from. This is yeah. this is who we are. They're wonderful. Mm-hmm. If I spend eight hours on my feet in high heels <laughs> and I leave with energy. <laughs> That's an amazing day. And that's exactly what that day I was. Agree. So I it was, agree. Yeah. Yep. So what are you hearing from members' uh, feedback from the event so far? Keep it going. There is momentum and they're ready for more. They had a great time. They love that Associations North honors tradition and infuses new ideas and innovation. We are we're proud to blend those two together and we're looking forward to making some enhancements and bringing that valuable content connections and community to 2024. So when you're listening to all of this feedback and you're taking it all in and just doing a superb job of uh, sharing resources and initiatives with your members, how are you? tracking or, or mindful of this data that you're gathering? Oh, I love this question. I recently went through some executive coaching. And if anyone hasn't done it, please, please consider it. It's so powerful. And one of the things I learned about myself is that when I embrace data and when I listen and I look for it, I can make much more informed decisions. I can have a much more powerful or persuasive story. And Myself in this role as president at Associations North, I am diving into data in different ways than I ever have. And one of the things we're doing right now during some strategic planning is we're doing some geo mapping to really understand kind of our sphere of members and where they are and how we can best serve. We're also asking very powerful questions around their experience as a member to get a pulse on what is now and what can we build for the future. You know, I'm a firm believer in listening and having our board be champions and master listeners because our members are our lifeblood. And when we can meet them in this moment and make changes that we can 
prepare them for success and these organizations to thrive and grow, that's when I feel the data is doing its job. So right now we are doing data collection from our members in a various ways. We collect compensation and benefits information um, regularly on our website. We have a dashboard where you can fill in information on various categories, anything from operations to staffing to what's your membership growth retention um, areas. And it's all of this data that we can pull together to help make more informed decisions and develop a strategic plan that not only meets our members' needs, but we're able to create an environment that they can succeed and thrive within their business. Have you uh, seen any surprises in these numbers recently? Any, any trends that uh, are popping out? That's a great question. We are in the data collection process, so we might have to do a part two on our podcast here, and I can come back with some powerful data for you. But you know, I, I think we are going to see some trends that are talking a lot about the AI space. I've heard in the community that that is probably the number one area that members are really diving into, whether it's pros or cons, or even just a little bit of fear and nerves around what that potential is going to be. Oh, yeah, that's every conversation seems to get steered back to this right now, even non-technical ones, which is surprising. I was at an event last night for uh, Mintech where a panel discussion, like two or three of the questions from the audience were AI related, and it's on people's minds. And I, I I can see how you know th this technology is not well understood at this moment, and it's being you know it, it it's going to have it has a ton of promise, and we I we don't know what it's going to do yet. So I assume everyone is kind of just kind of grabbing right now, and we'll uh, I'm excited to see what happens. I think people are also a little you know nervous and maybe skeptical too. Oh, absolutely, and that's kind of the beauty of associations too is we're always evolving with these trends and we're trying to stay in the forefront of them and be progressive. And I'm so proud of where Associations North members are is because they embrace these changes and innovations and they don't run away from them and it's to better serve their members. And there's a quote that my predecessor, Kathy Johnson always said, and I say it all the time too, because it's so true is whoever you are, whatever you do, there's somebody working on your behalf in an association. And when you think about it, there really is an association for everything. And when we come together, that's when that magic happens. And we not only serve our industries, but think of the landscape that we actually reach out to and the difference we make in the world with all the different industries that we're serving. And, you know, with this AI trend, when we can come together and have these conversations, we can really make an impact. Yes, your network has value, and you're you're going to feed information into tools like this that can go through them so quickly, yes, and come up with and ask answer almost any question and create things. I mean, we we've had things like this, like you know, Google is pretty amazing. It's you, you can search things and go through catalogs in seconds that you know if we that look like magic, and well, now it's basically just commonplace stuff. I. I'm interested to see how this is going to turn into this will be commonplace and my kids' kids will just kind of yawn at this. And <laughs> right? It, it will be, it's going to be amazing. Yes, I agree. Yeah, it'll be the, like we have talking maps in our car now. 
Remember yeah. when MapQuest was great, but we had to print it, but it still was great? Remember, remember having to go to the gas station and ask someone? Yeah. <laughs> yes. All that's, all that's telling you is you're just old. That's, Evolution. Really. We got to love it. Yeah. And, you know, what I love about what I'm hearing is, is um, it brings me back to your, your story of where you started as an intern. You know, you said you came in at this time that they had this... 50th year celebration. So you were right in the middle of sort of looking back through the history of the association and then also looking at what's next. There's sort of a turning point there. And I, I hear that in a lot of what you're talking about now is always sort of reassessing where are we moving, where have we been, um, and just, yeah, being excited about, like you said, on a mission to make a difference one day at you a time. You got it. When you take it one day at a time, those small successes add up and they can make a big impact. And I remind myself of that every day being newer in this role as well as serving these associations and in this area. But it's absolutely where we are and where we want to go. And that's the beauty of this job is there is opportunities all around us. And as we continue to listen and use data, and have powerful conversations, we can continue to plan a very strong and vibrant future. So tell us what's up next for Associations North. Ooh, exciting. We are gonna continue to bring our community together in more ways than we have before. We are in the midst of strategic planning to really catapult this organization for the next few years. And right now we are in the data collection and synthesis and processing and having you know very powerful conversations with our stakeholders, our mission partners, as well as our board of directors. And I can say that the future is going to be very bright. We are going to bring people together and have this local community as strong and as vibrant as we can possibly have it. We're going to be bringing education that's relevant and valuable to key topics and trends that we're finding from our members and listening to what their needs are and really analyzing our product and services catalog to make sure that we are providing you and our members and our community those benefits that service those needs that you have. Well, it sounds like you've got a good finger on in the pulse and are going to be coming out with some really exciting stuff here. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to you know, be introduced to this community and uh, I'm you know, thrilled to kind of see where you're going. And listeners, get ready for part two because we do want to hear more about this, this data that's in the collection phase. Absolutely. I would be happy to share. And uh, we are working with Avi Olitsky from Olitsky Consulting, and he should be my guest as well because he's got a great knack on explaining the data and the story behind it, and I would love to do part two. Absolutely. Wow. Uh, ironically, we just recorded an episode with Avi Olitsky. You so, did uh, not. We'll, so we'll have you separately, and then we'll have oh you together gosh, later. Oh, my gosh. He's one of my favorite humans. Let's do it. We'll have some fun. <laughs> How can you not love a, a rabbi? I mean, oh, really. he's so amazing. Love him. Cool Very guy. cool. Well, thanks so much, Angela, for joining us today. We'll have some information about Associations North linked in the show notes, and we'll look forward to more discussions to come. Thanks Thank so you. much. Association Data Points is brought to you by Hargrove and Associates. Since 1985, we've helped associations serve their most critical member data needs by collecting, producing, and delivering exclusive market information. You can visit us online at hargrovedata.com.